Greetings and welcome back to the O2 Lit Podcast. This is your host, Matt. As always, I thank y'all, man. Coming through, catching the vibes, and being a light through literature. I don't know about y'all, but I am still reeling from this season premiere. It was so unbelievably transparent, man. Like, just listening back to it. You know, when I be recording, I be in some other element. But when I'm listening back, you know, just seeing what all was laid out. I can't do nothing but thank God, man. It was it was really beautiful in a sense to me. Um, I really hope that the book that we discussed, The Journey by Billy Graham, did something for you. Hope that it, you know, piqued your mind a little bit, but your spirit a lot. And you know, I I, I don't know. It did for me. So hopefully. Um, now today. We flying solo, first, first, you know, solo episode of the season. I'm going to do more of these because I feel like I only did that one or two last season. And, I mean, it was cool to have all the guests, but, you know, I just I just want to have this time to talk to you directly. Just throw these things in the atmosphere and see what you think about it. Hopefully, it's continue to be thought-provoking. And as you see today... We're talking about A Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry. Um, this is a classic. I will say it's a classic if you, and I guess that term is relative to whomever, but this is a text that you really need to read. If Good Times, the show, was a book, that's it. <laughs> and, you know, it has, it has a great story behind it of that of poverty, family, humility, trying to come up and you know getting the opportunity it is a novel a play if you will but a novel nonetheless so i'm not gonna give quotes i'm not gonna divulge things intimately in the in the text i really would like for you to take the time i don't care if you spark notes cliff notes lit charts what have you i don't care just look into it because hmm, it's a classic what more can i say um, the main premise, one of the one of the talking points, but one of the main premise of this book is dreaming. You know, dreams. Everybody at some point had or has a dream. What do you envision yourself doing? That's the that's the cute way of asking. What's your plan? You know, your dream. What it, What is it that you aspire to do that you actually want to wake up in the morning and do? Because, you know, they say if you do what you love, it don't feel like work. So what is that occupation that will allow you to just thrive and do what you love? Now, in the book, of course, it, it does talk about dreaming. The family wants to come up in different respects and... Um, I can I can talk about myself when you talk about dreaming. I mean, me, <laughs> my dream one is not to have to work until I'm sixty. My dream is to be able to provide for my family. I don't like to work comfortably. I want to be able to do shit like travel at the drop of a dime. That's how that's how stable I want to be. I would love to just travel the world for sure. I really want to go to New Zealand and or Australia, but New Zealand for sure. 
I could blame Rocket Power when they did that little special, them going and doing that tournament out in New Zealand. It piqued the interest as a child. And as an adult, you know, I, I Google and I can see the landscape. That's a dream. That's being able to just see that. I mean, I'm sure there are other, you know, eye candy of scenery around the world, but that's just on my list. Um, I want my family to be happy and healthy. April says she only wants three kids, so, okay. <laughs> um, I, I really just, I want us to be in a position where we're, we're tight-knit, we celebrate each other, where we have healthy communication, and just, you know, be, be, you know. Um, I don't know, as for the O2-Lit LLC when it comes to dreaming, Speak your plan. All right. So I really, I would like for us to have, I ain't going to say a Black Barnes and Nobles, but like some cool bookstore cafe where, you know, not even just black people, but, you know, have our type of environment, our culture exhibited heavily i want us to not just have a corner in the bookstore i want us to be able to enjoy the entire premises in african-american diaspora african diaspora culture like i just wanted it to be a cool vibe imagine you come in you hear some neo soul kim playing on the on the overhead you know have some pastries have study areas, studios if you want to record a podcast or you know do a do a recording, whatever your musical interest is. I want to say I like this hub of creativity, and of course the books. Like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stress that because I'm gonna get to a certain number of books, and you know God willing, I'll I'll look into this venture. But you heard it here first, so if you see anything like this pop up. They probably bit it off of me. And I mean, shoot, if that's God's plan, but I'm not in no competition, I still do it. But that's a dream. I want us to be able to to have that. Those who lit library got to mean something. That didn't just come out of nowhere. Yeah, I can consider that my home, what it is, but it's bigger than that, obviously. We got the podcast. It's, it's something that I want to affect our community and probably branch out. Who knows? But... Yeah, we'll see what time brings with that dream. So you ask yourself, what is my dream? What is it that I want to do in different areas of my life? I mean, my dream spiritually is to get to heaven, live right and get, get. yeah, we, we spoke on that last episode. I guess that's why I didn't say it, but that's my, that's also a dream of mine. Doing what I need to do, living right so that I can see my mother again, see my family who's passed again, and just live in the euphoria of heaven. So what's your dream? <laughs> now, when it comes to dreaming, I mean, sometimes you gotta, gotta deal with dignity and pride because you come against obstacles that might, you know, test that, test your ethics, test your morals. And you you gotta make a decision. 
Is this something that I want to do? Is this me? Does this go against everything I stand for? Have been taught. And if you could sleep head to pillow with a clear conscience, do you? I can't. I can neither condone nor, you know, condemn actions of others. I I wasn't placed here to judge. It's your life. Do it. Do what you please. But please don't make heinous decisions. You know that's gonna be to your detriment. Just for a penny. We said on the last episode, this money don't mean shit. Like. I can really imagine them coming out one day and say, you know what? This U.S. dollar is outdated. We want to do this. And then what? Will your U.S. dollar be converted into whatever currency it is? Will it hold the same value? If not, then what? Don't, Don't risk your integrity. For that I, I again I found myself in a compromising situation once but that's it's not irrelevant but I can't speak on it so it's nothing illegal but it's, it was foolish so when it comes to dignity and pride you gotta be able to look yourself in the mirror and say I'm good I'm okay with it. And, you know, it's on the, it's on the spectrum. It's what you feel. Some people aren't as noble as others. And that's your cross to bear. But in the same breath, you know, who's to say what is right or wrong? To what ends and what means? You know, that philosophy is it's subjective. It's subjective. But do what's going to make you, what's going to bring you peace. Let's start there. If it's not going to bring you peace, you shouldn't engage. I'm here to tell you, abort mission. If you think about doing something that you know is not going to be of your benefit, let it go. Reconsider. You sure on the subject? You sure? Seriously. And pride. Ooh. Pride is a motherfucker. Listen, pride is my most cherished possession that I wish I didn't have. Like, I... I don't like feeling like I can't do something. I mean, I'm teachable. Don't get me wrong. I am teachable. But if it's something that, like, I can provide or that I can produce, I like feeling like I can't and... My pride is going to drive me to work to get it. And, you know, sometimes you just need that help in hand. And you got to bite the bullet and do that. I find myself in that situation. You got to, you got to, okay, you can't do this on your own. And that's why, that's what you got to remember. I'm reading a book now that said, we, you, no amount of success. And we talked about that on Outliers. No amount of success can you do on your own. You can't. You're going to need somebody's help. Now, what's the reason and how are people going to wonder how they're going to benefit sometimes? Thankfully, you know, you come in contact with people who give you grace. And for that, I still, you know, I'm grateful to those who have helped me 
in my times of need. <laughs> For real. Y'all don't know how much I appreciate it. And if you wanna if you wanna continue to survive, if you wanna enable yourself to thrive, then you gotta do something about that pride. Okay. Race, discrimination, and assimilation. Now, in the book, I said I wasn't gonna talk about it, but you know, again, you come ac- you come across an obstacle when you're trying to come up. And again, it's and I really didn't give an overview, and I'm really remiss because I didn't even introduce the author. I'll do I'll do all of that at the end of the episode. I was so eager to get in, but it's all right. In the book, you know, this family. Southside Chicago, you know, early 50s, you know, time, 50s, 60s time. So, poverty. And they had an opportunity to, to move to a different neighborhood. And, you know, they had, they was confronted with a lot of backlash because they didn't fit a certain criteria. Hue, pigment what have you and one of the main characters you know they had to make that decision of what they how they wanted to proceed with um, their transition from one home to the other now I'll leave it at that because again I want you to I'm going to keep that vague I want you to be able to go back in and it's not a long book ladies and gentlemen it's probably a good two day read if you actually commit but I've spoken on race more often than not on this podcast. Um, let's talk. <laughs> I know how the cage bird sings. Never give up. A couple just off the top of my head where race has been discussed. And as I said once before, you can talk about race how many ever times. It's always going to be something different to talk about. And understand this, ladies and gentlemen, because I, I am almost certain that most of my audience is black. <laughs> if you don't know this already, here's your sign. But if you already noticed, this is your reiteration. Do you see what Supreme Court Justice had to go through? Do you see what this powerful woman, Ketanji Brown Jackson, do you see what she had to go through as she was qualified, well qualified, Experience the poise, the grace, the strength, man. Like she had to go toe to toe with the remnants of Jim Crow to secure a spot that should have. This should, she should not have been the first black Supreme Court female Supreme Court justice. And that takes nothing away from this honor of hers. I, I salute her. That That is history. If you see my page, she is history in the flesh. Like, bro, 
That's amazing. But it's crazy that she had to go through all these hoops, hurdles, and obstacles just to get some shit that was really already hers. Because God ordained it. She just had to walk in and God, God used her to show just how you deal with stuff like that. A perfect example for this, this dialogue right now. Like, she did that. And did y'all see how them Republicans left out of the chambers when she got that applause? They big mad. Why is you so mad? What is you so mad about? Is that hatred I detect? What is it? <sighs> that's, a, that's the most perfect example of... And they want you, they want you to try to fit in. They want you to, to try to be like them. And I'm gonna use they and them, and I'm not racist. We can't be racist, like I said. But when you try to get into different positions, when you're trying to come up, they want you to look a certain way. They want you to fall in line to this code of conduct. And again, shout out to the Crown Act that was passed, you know, you know, banning that discrimination of hair. Shout out to Supreme Court Justice Jackson. Got the dreads going, you know, that's that's <laughs> full circle, right? Doing exactly what they don't want. Shining, thriving, taking what's rightfully ours. Don't assimilate. Must say you gotta play the game. Sure, I'll play it. But I gotta be me while I do it. And it's a way you can be. Code switching is a real thing. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta be fake. You just. They call it proper. But you can have a certain professional acumen to get your message across. What I said. I spoke my mind. I just didn't say what was on it. Just didn't tell you exactly what was on it, but I spoke my mind. You gotta be, you gotta be real. I love it. Gender and feminism. Hmm. Gender and feminism. I think I've already said I'm a feminist. You know, I, I feel like women can, all genders can do whatever. If you, if you feel like you can. Handle this job. Man, woman, or other. Go for it. Except for that Olympic shit, man. I don't see how those trans women was able to compete. Because y'all been men most of y'all lives. And then y'all come in these women categories and then dominate. And people are supposed to be okay with that. I, I'm, not, I'm not transgender bashing at all. But that job, that's messed up. Say what you want. That that's messed up. That's that's wild. Talk about you can't you really sucked as a man. <laughs> that sucked when you was in the male category, but came in and dominated, and you feel great. Okay. Okay. I'm not being. I'm not. Yeah, I ain't bashing, but. Wow. Gender, man, I can't, I can't believe it's gotten this fluid. 
for most of a good part of my life, I just knew male and female. The occasional hermaphrodite, but... I guess I really didn't know what RuPaul was as a child, but I mean, I guess transgender is what that is too, whatever. But to be able to change one's sex and just blatantly say, I'm not this, I'm this, it's just wild to me. I just personally, I mean, again, this is, this is one of my rare things where it's personal. This is a very personal thing. Like, I just feel like that's a slap in God's face. Like, Your sexual orientation, though, you know, it could be debatable to some. Give leniency to that because it is what it is. I mean, I you take that up, not with me, but with God. But the whole you conscientiously just changing your whole gender, physically and on paper, that is wild. Somebody's upset I just said that, but just keep call it spade a spade. That is wild. No, I did not say wrong or right. Just wow. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, and it's such a it's such a debate on you know what they be putting in these kids shows now. Y'all shows gonna end up just being like Teletubbies, and you don't know which one a male or female, and have no parents around. <laughs> That's where TV is headed. If these parents are such an uproar. Again, wow. Because when the time comes, I'm going to have a child. I mean, hey, I'm going to have to be honest. I'm going to tell them what's up. Because they going to find out somewhere. These new children are wild. My child might come out reading for real. And I don't need that. <laughs> nah, for real. Like, it's just... It's, it's just crazy because how do you <laughs> you're teaching your children about all type of things of course they will they gotta form their own opinion that's that's first things first and I'm talking objectively this is no longer a personal life but what children are exposed to they will exude like a sponge and so it people can't be surprised that this little 10 year old girl or 14 year old girl talk about she wanted BBL like can't can't be blowed because that's what is presented that's what's the wave now that's that's it and it's all about what parents are instilling in their children point blank period Cause even though kids at school can talk, you at home, you already know what's up with me. Try it if you want to. And that's just how I feel already. And I ain't even a parent. I got that mentality. I used to work with them children in psychiatrists. Like you got like, no, it's structure. And it's what you, it's what's, what's it's what's taught. And I can leave it at that because I ain't going to tread in hot water. Everybody has their own opinions. Everybody has their own beliefs. Biology doesn't lie, but science bends the rules. 
opinions bend the rules. You know, and I mean, when you look at the grand scheme of things, though, yes, sometimes, again, the occasional hermaphrodite, they, I don't know. I can't speak on that. (laughs) I can't can't speak on that. But keep it real. Why would we have two separate reproductive organs that specifically do certain functions to create and reproduce why do you think that that was implemented on our bodies because that what was supposed to happen that was what God intended what and people don't like it it's what nature intended biology that's yeah, again, sexuality, spectrum, that happens, fine. But I'm talking more so just gender. That's what our bodies were meant to do. Live your life. Be happy. Do as you please. Just be honest, transparent, and safe. Cool. Now, money, this book, again, talking about trying to come up, man, messed around, gambled his monies away. Don't you hate that when you, when you bank it on something and it just don't come through? (laughs) That's how I felt. The man really lost a great lump sum of money and he was thrilled. Now, money is relative. That's a very long conversation. Whew. Money is a very long conversation because you talk about how much you want to spend. Or, well, spend. How much you want to save. You talk about is it important? Is it real? Is it what's the next coming currency? Investing. All of these attributes and facets of money. It can drive one crazy. Now let's break down this misnomer and misunderstanding of this quote. The love of money is the root of all evil. Money itself is not the root of all evil because God put money here because he wanted us to prosper. It just takes us being good stewards of that money. And, you know, not living beyond our means. And there will be a book, and I can't wait to discuss it. Not even going to tell you the title, but there's a a book. Y'all probably seen me post it about, you know, gaining wealth, you know, in the right way. So I'm excited to talk on that. And I, (laughs) because I read that, I would want to expound on money a lot more. But... I will say this, and my brother-in-law told me this before me and April even got married. That man was like, just make sure you got enough in your bank to bail yourself out. <laughs> That's real. Because <laughs> you never know when you get in that situation, you be like, ooh, 
time to get out. If you ain't got bread. Now you you get money however you can. I mean, I don't endorse again illegal activities. But you get it how you live. You if you a painter, paint. If you a writer, write. If you do hair, if you work that corporate job, work for yourself, get your money. Don't let it make you, though. Lorraine Hansberry. Hansberry, I'm sorry. Lorraine Hansberry. Dang, that's that teleport. I'm so sorry. Lorraine Hansberry. American playwright and author. First African-American woman author to have a play performed on Broadway. A Raising in the Sun is her best work highlighting the lives of black Americans living under racial segregation in Chicago. Miss Hansberry did pass in 1965, so. Yes. Now, if you didn't know, I mean, you should know, but if you didn't know, A Raisin in the Sun was adapted into two films. Um, The first was in 1961 with Sidney Poitier. Um, One of the, you know, got R.I.P. to Sidney Poitier. We lost him recently as well. Um... And again, I think, what was it? 2008. Yeah. That was a star-studded cast. Had Diddy, Sanaa Lathan, Felicia Rashad, and amongst a few others you know, you may know. Um, they escaped me at the moment, but both were very good movies. I watched both of them, and, you know, I think I did that around the time I read this. So, yeah, it lined up. It was, it was greatly executed, and, I mean, me personally... I learned a lot. I learned humility. I learned humbleness. I learned, you know, it could be worse. And then don't, again, don't sacrifice your dignity for a dollar. Because I felt that man. That man trusted whoever he gave his money to and they they lost it. No way to get it back. Nah, that sucks. But talking about dreaming, dream, use your imagination, put the plan to paper. Don't think man can do anything he puts his mind to. The only limit you got on is yourself. So if you got an idea, work that idea till it comes to fruition. Like it might take a few years, it might take however long, but don't give up before you get to it. I'm reading again all these books I read. I want to expound into ones we haven't talked about yet, but. For now, dream. It's okay to want to be blank space. Whatever it is you want to be. Dignity and pride, like I said, keep keep that intact. Your word is your bond. Your reputation, you should guard it with your life. Dignity and pride. Don't do nothing that's not going to bring you peace. Don't. If you can't lay head to pillow and sleep through the night, it's not something you need to be doing no matter how bad you think you should. Race discrimination and assimilation. We are destined for greatness. We were born to be great. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Play the game, but be yourself. It's uh, it's, it's definitely trying, you know, knowing when you're the minority and 
you may or may not be aware if you're being treated co- correctly or, you know, you might hear slight remarks be said. But don't try to fit in. Don't try to be something you're not. Gender and feminism, again, I feel like all genders equal. You, you do what you please. You do what your heart desires. If you feel like you can handle a certain task or you feel like a task is meant for you, you you set out and do it. Now, gender, that's going to be an everlasting conversation. It can be an ever-ending debate. As for me, I mean, you... It's your decision. I'm all male, so there's that. And money. Go get it. Do it. You. It says that we need it. I mean, it it does, cause people put so much emphasis on it. And I mean, money made the world go around, I guess. But still, when you talk about dreams, man, and we wrap, we done wrapped up. But. I'd be remiss. I mean, it's Monday, but if you if you didn't know, if you didn't hear, hear um, Steelers QB Dwayne Haskins um, got to got to do a moment of silence for him. Twenty four years old, he was killed by a car crash, struck by a vehicle, what have you. Um, that's that was so tragic, man. Um, Moment of silence. Man, 24 years old, bruh. Life. Life is short. I was about to say whole life ahead of you. Obviously not. Like life is life is very short. You take each day because you do not know when your last one. We said that on that last episode. We don't have tomorrow. We don't have later today. Take all we have is the present. It's a it's a humbling reality. You gotta thank God every day you woke up that somebody didn't. That's why it's important to dream. That's why it's important to keep your dignity and do what is right for you, not for other people. That's why it's important to be yourself and not to break or bend to social stereotypes. It's it's why you should be who you feel you are. And it's why you need to get as much money and spend whatever money you can because you can't take it with you. Rest in peace, Mr. Haskins. Um, Steelers, heart go out to the to the families um man that's that was that was that was wild but lighting up before we before we adjourn this conversation i thank y'all man thank y'all so much thank y'all for coming through catching the vibes talking about raising the sun by lorraine hansberry this was a cool little conversation i like i like the topics at hand i really again i just write these down and i forget it and when i sit down i see it again so that was it was pretty cool just to go off of that and see how this type of book can relate to what we going through now this is the o2 lit podcast this is your host matt and until we meet again stay lit